0: This is Buck's Breakfast. It's time now then to take a closer look at today's front pages. Jonathan, where would you like to start this morning?
1: Well, can I start by saying that um, it's nice to see, in, in a bizarre sort of way, so many different pictures of Sarah Harding. Yeah. OK, so she was in the public eye. She was in the business of being photographed. So it's not really surprising that there are so many different photos. But uh, they're, they're all showing her in a good light. And quite right, too, because it's a, a tragedy by any standards. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, in addition to that, uh, this week is the 20th anniversary of the World Trade Centre attacks. Oh. 9-11. Yeah. Yes, uh, so that's what uh, Thursday this week. And uh, a couple of the papers are picking up on that by starting to talk about it already. Uh, in the Telegraph they've got an opinion piece, the West has failed to learn lessons from 9-11. I wonder if the word Afghanistan is going to be mentioned. I yes. suspect it probably is. Yes. And uh, it's also in I, uh, the day that changed our world forever. Because 20 years it's history now isn't it i mean it was history at the time as we were watching it but there are people who are now old enough to vote who were born after nine eleven. yeah so um so should we carry on talking about it or should we just let it go to the history books that is a question i'm not sure i
0: can answer no no um it's uh, of course you've fallen into the trap there haven't you by saying thursday because th- uh, it's saturday because 9 oh, so it is. 9 yes, is yes of course they uh, do it the other way round they do it the they? other yes. way round so saturday 11th of september yeah, yes yeah but still it's going to be in still. all of the news all this week I'm absolutely sure. Um, Let's come right up to date though and look at the FT this morning and of course we've all been enjoying holidays uh, at the seaside in the UK and it's uh, caused a bit of a problem for the laundry services that uh, service all the hotels. Um, Hotels in the UK have been forced to limit bed linen changes and delay guest check-ins after a boom in dures- domestic holidays collided with a chronic shortage of laundry staff. It's not just the staff, mm. it's the distribution, it's the logistics. Um, the and truck it's,
1: drivers again, isn't it? Yeah, yes. it's
0: causing a nightmare right across the sector. Uh, one hotelier has spent £12,000 on buying his own commercial laundry equipment and of course with Brexit and everything uh, lots of the uh, the European staff have returned home or they found jobs in uh, more Stable sectors so uh, yeah a bit of a nightmare going on in the hotel industry
1: yeah and there's no answer to it really is there apart from just uh, let it uh, ease itself out because yeah. what can you do
0: well and, what can you not, do?
1: not change the sheets
0: between guests no <laughs> no oh, no, God no forbid <laughs> but the trouble is of course we've seen the boom now in holidays it'll be interesting to see how well the british resorts do through the winter because short breaks, you know, still, fish and chips by the seaside in November is a glorious thing. But yeah. whether whether the, uh, the laundry services and the staffing and everything will be able to level out through the winter, I don't know.
1: Yes, I could find bizarrely that uh, the traditional seasonal businesses become a bit less seasonal. Because people who haven't been able to go abroad during the summer yeah. will go off for a short break by the British Sea. In the autumn, in yeah. the winter, when they wouldn't normally have. I mean, I, I, when I was a kid, my grandparents lived in Eastbourne, and we got to visit them twice a year: morning, uh, the uh, the spring half term when everything was just opening up, mm. and the autumn half term when everything was just closing down. <laughs> so we never actually got to see Eastbourne when it was busy. Oh, <laughs> so when, when things were open, we weren't there. Um, but uh, that may not be the same anymore. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. And next to that in on the FT, um, here is um, something that I suspect there's a lot more to it than the, this uh, little headline uh, says. Lloyd's sued over mortgage loss claims. Oh, uh, L- Lloyd's Banking Group is apparently being sued by a group of 150 homeowners who are alleging they've lost thousands of pounds after being sold mortgages tied to rises in house prices. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm. Maybe the people who uh, signed up to these mortgages didn't know that was the thing either. So they didn't know what they were signing up to because, you know, uh, occasional crashes and uh, huge and, yeah generally that happens very fast but otherwise the house prices just gradually go up so if your mortgage if your mortgage payment is tied to the rise in house prices I mean how do they do it do they just sort of uh, assess how much house prices have gone up as a percentage and then put the mortgage up by that much
0: I don't know don't
1: I don't know, but obviously, it's um, not going to take off because uh, Lloyd's Banking Group is being sued for doing it. Well, so I don't don't think that one will uh,
0: uh, be uh, very widespread. No, but, um, yeah, if you've got a mortgage, go and read the papers, yeah, small print. the small print, absolutely. Yeah, um, turning to the Daily Express next, this is a story uh, which is going to be running on for the next couple of weeks. Uh, Jab Passports for entry to large events now the daily express says it's on the cards Um, and the prime minister earlier a few weeks ago did say that this was going to come in this month for large events so football stadiums um, concerts with more than 10,000 people and so on but uh, I don't think we've seen the actual final detail of it yet Uh, but it is being introduced in Scotland so Mm. I don't know whether this is a ploy you know they, they, they agree between them okay we'll, we'll introduce it in scotland and so then the uk will have to follow um i think that has happened in uh, some of the moves they've made through the pandemic over the last 18 months we'll have to wait and see but uh, mm. I, I what frightens me is the impact that it will have on the entertainment industry
1: Yeah, well, the reason it's in all the papers this morning is because Sajid Javid talked about it on the telly yesterday. Mm -hmm. And he seemed to be saying, on the face of it, he seemed to be saying that it is definitely going to happen. Despite having been quoted a few weeks ago as saying that it definitely wasn't going to happen.
0: Well, yes.
1: (laughs) Anyway, yes. At the Daily Telegraph, what an open window can do for your house? See (laughs) page 19. Right. Well, surely it depends what's outside the window. Because I would have thought that anybody whose address is, say, North Circular is not going to have the windows open as a matter of course just because of the um, the traffic and the noise and the pollution from the outside the, the, you could drive around the North Circular and look at the houses that have been there since the 1930s when the North Circular was not what it is now and their front windows are pretty much sealed and who can blame them for that so maybe they're uh, going into more detail on page 19 of the Telegraph I don't know but uh, it'd be interesting to see what they actually claim an open window can do apart from just re- refresh the air or get the air moving. Yeah. Maybe that's all
0: there is to it. I think it probably is all there is to it. And the story underneath that, uh, uh, for tennis fans, they say it's not just hype. Raducanu is on the way to the top. This is Emma Raducanu, who, do you remember back in uh, in June when we were watching Wimbledon, and she had that amazing first-round match, and then, uh, the, of course, all the pressure piled on, and she ended up bowing out early from that tournament well she's in America at the moment and she's absolutely smashing it so uh, that's great news for her because she's very young she's right at the beginning of her career but she's definitely one to watch so um, at least she wasn't phased by that uh, experience at Wimbledon and she's back on her way up
1: Mm, and a credit also to her coaches, then, who uh, took that experience from Wimbledon and, and actually used it to build up and come back from it better. Yes,
0: absolutely. So, um,
1: yes, good, good for them. She's actually younger than all my children. <laughs> oh dear. Um, on the Metro, um, they, they've got a, a very inspired bit of headline writing. So, two, two stories that we've already uh, mentioned uh, the uh, tax crunch, national insurance increase, and uh, the uh, vaccines. Uh, but um, uh, the, the uh, tax one, Young Face Tax Crunch. And then, and now, clubbers face Vax Crunch.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Clever.
1: Very clever. I wonder if the two two, um, writers of the stories put that together or was it done by the person who assembled the front page? Oh, I don't don't
0: know. know. Good question. Those are today's front pages. This is Buck's Breakfast.